And so you go five rounds with the longest reigning one championship champion in the organization right now. And then was it like two days later you started this crazy yeah, one day? one or two days I rested for a bit. I'm like, yeah, let's do this was, That's not resting, dude. One or two days is not resting. So, so you did this David Goggins challenge. And what yeah. was that? Uh, so it's a two days challenge. So you run like six miles every four hours for 12 sets total. So, so, <laughs> but that, I did one extra set because my friend dead me too. That's did, fucking did, so did, stupid, first of all. Second of all, <laughs> I know. crazy. In retrospect, I'm like, why was I so dumb? <laughs> but dude, that's the most badass shit I've ever heard in my life. Listen, David Goggins is a badass. I'd like to go see that dude f- fight five rounds and then go yeah, try to do one be, of those challenges. Crazy. That'd be crazy. Dude, that is fucking yeah. nuts. You out, yeah. David Goggins. David Goggins. I'm going to tag him in this video and see if he can fucking <laughs> can share this, this, man. Because <laughs> that is badass and you probably almost died from it. Yeah, I know. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Stronghold Podcast. I am here with the number one fucking contender in the one championship strawweight division, Tiffany Teo, two days off of her most recent fight against uh, Mungbo. Tiffany, how are you feeling, dude? You look great. Yeah, I feel good. You can see on the camera here. You're, you're looking good, dude. No, not, <laughs> yeah, I got some bruises. It's not too bad, though. Yeah. I didn't know because some of those shots were landing pretty clean. And you never yeah, know yeah, like yeah. how it's going to look the next day. Like Sometimes you can <laughs> yeah, look pretty yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. is it just the like, eye? or? Yeah, just the eye. A bit of on my nose here. And my jaw is a bit sore. But yeah, all good with sex and that. Did she yeah. hit you with anything? that Was was there any point in the fight where she hit you with something and you were like, oh, shit. She looked powerful, man. Yeah, like, yeah, she, she has good striking. Yeah, she has good striking. And I feel like she has she has power for sure. Mm. And it's like after the first few exchanges, I'm like, all right, going to take this bitch down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to stand and strike with her. <laughs> it, was a really, it was a really good fight, man. And we were just talking before the podcast that you've basically just cleaned out. You and, and Panda have basically just cleaned out the division. Yeah, pretty much. And that girl's a badass, by the way. For people that don't know on the podcast, she's one of the only person other than Rose Nama Yunus to have a win over Zhang Wei Li. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, which is crazy. I mean, she's got a good record. Uh, Jake, can you pull her up on, on Tapology? Let's take a look at what her record is. I think she has like 20 over fights. Yeah. yeah. And she she looked good, man. She looked yeah. pretty good in that early mm-hmm. that early bit. Mm-hmm. And yet, here you are as the number one contender. <laughs> still the top, top-ranked <laughs> Singaporean fighter in the fucking world. Mm-hmm. How'd it feel? How'd it feel afterward? Were you just... Yeah, it felt really good to be back, you know, fighting. Because... Um... Yeah, so what happened after the panda fight? So I, th- I think I told you about it. I couldn't sweat. Yeah, like, that was crazy. Yeah, that was crazy. It was a weird condition. I went to the doctor. So, uh, he said it's, it's very rare. Uh, like, horses get it. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm not a fucking horse. <laughs> like, what am I supposed to do with that information? <laughs> yeah, and then he, he treated someone who has a similar condition, but it takes about you know half a year to a year to recover. And uh, I was doing my research online and, you know, there are people who just live, live with it for the rest of their life. But oh, shit. it doesn't affect them that much because they're not an athlete, you know. It's like, yeah, if you're just a normie who don't work out, you can't sweat, like, just stay in the air-conditioned room. But as an athlete, I had to sweat, you know. I had yeah. to. And uh, I tried to train and I, f- I had to pour water on myself to, like, kind of keep myself, like, like don't overheat. So at the end of a training session, I'll be pouring water, but my, my, my rash gut will be dry. Because that's how, how warm my body is. It's like drying up the rash gut. Yeah, so, and I couldn't really train. I, and there's no way I could fight because my body would overheat and I would like gas out and I, I just can't function. So, 
it was a very weird period of my life and a part of me thought that you know uh, maybe that's it you know maybe yeah. I just can't you never know with stuff like that right yeah, it's, yeah, it's a yeah. very rare condition I yeah, mean I've never no heard of I anybody to. I was like oh athletes with anhydrosis I'm like yeah no fucking athletes have had this before I'm the first athlete yeah What's it? What's it called? Anhydrosis. Anhy- so, a n. You look that up, Jake. H y. I don't know. You can type it. Anhydrosis. <laughs> anhydrosis. Yeah. So yeah, you came to you came to yeah. Stronghold one time and and mm-hmm. uh, shortly after I can't remember when it was, but you came and you, you trained with us and I remember like I rolled with you mm-hmm. and I'd been sweating already. It was like maybe the yeah, third yeah, round yeah, yeah, yeah. and I remember like we started the roll and yeah. usually people were really slippery. There was friction. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. you can feel it, right? Like mm-hmm, when our mm-hmm. f- like skin sticks yeah, together yeah, yeah. when you normally slide, yeah, yeah. It, it's like this weird. Was, like, just dry as like, yeah, yeah you'd no mentioned sweat. it to me that you yeah. had that and I forgot. But then when we mm-hmm. rolled, I was like, damn, this is crazy. Like we're yeah, sitting yeah, here yeah. rolling jujitsu mm-hmm. and I feel like this friction of our skin yeah, 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 touching yeah, together. Did, yeah. did you happen to find anything on that? Uh, yeah. Can you throw it up there? Mm-hmm. Let's see what the hell this thing is. Because that was crazy. Yeah. I've never rolled with somebody and just felt mm. like sticky to them like, quite like that. <laughs> so uh, anhydrosis is the inability to sweat normally. When yeah. you don't sweat, your body can't cool itself, which can lead to overheating yeah, and sometimes yeah. heat stroke mm-hmm. and potentially a, f- <laughs> a potential fatal condition, Tiff. So yeah. probably. Yeah, I was hospitalized prob- because of that. You know, I was wow, that's crazy. One day, and then uh, the gym was kind of hot and then... Uh, body just overheat went to the toilet and my pee was like brown color oh no I was like okay I'm dehydrated as fuck yeah. and then I just went to the hospital straight and they but you're still me. drinking right yeah, you're yeah, still yeah. drinking normally still you're drinking. just not sweating yeah, yeah so they put me on like IV drips and did like blood tests wow yeah yeah, that, that is a crazy condition. Mm-hmm. I've heard, and correct me if I'm wrong, but that started from that Goggins thing, right? And your yeah, fuck Goggins, man. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Tiffany, first of all, Tiffany Do T.O. Don't do the challenge. Don't do it. Tiffany T.O. is such a fucking <laughs> badass, right? This is how badass this lady is, all right? Right after you fought Panda for a world championship mm-hmm. fight, five rounds, razor close decision that we thought you won. Mm-hmm. And we did the live podcast for it. If you want to watch the live reaction to that, it was fucking crazy because we were all like... <gasps> Like bated yeah. breath waiting for that yeah. decision. And so you go five rounds with the longest reigning one championship champion in the organization right now. And then was it like two days later you started this crazy yeah, day? Yeah, one or two days. I rested for a bit. I'm like, yeah, let's do this was, That's not resting, dude. One or two days is not resting. So so you did this David Goggins challenge. And what yeah. was that? Uh, so it's a two days challenge. So you run like six miles every four hours for 12 sets total. So so, <laughs> but yeah. I did one extra set because my friend dead me too. That's did, fucking did, so did, stupid. First of all, sets. second of all, <laughs> I know. crazy. In retrospect, I'm like, why was I so dumb? <laughs> You're such a savage, dude. So so, what is it? So describe what the for the listeners what the sequence is like. What you had to do in order to make this goal. So it's, say it again. It was uh, so I so I ran six miles. Sorry, four miles. You know, six miles for every four hours. Every four hours. Yeah, so for two days. For two days. So four hours after you finish, you rest and then go again and rest go again rest and go the first few sets the first four the first three to four sets it was okay and then the sixth set I'm like oh fuck I'm feeling it everywhere but I'm like fuck I'm halfway through I don't quit now yeah, <laughs> so exactly. I just kept pushing on <laughs> and just to explain this like to go deeper on it that means you're not sleeping that oh, means yeah, that means you're getting like apps. one to two hours, and then yeah. you got to get up because you have yeah. to eat still. You have to shower. Mm-hmm. You have yeah. shit to do in between every yeah, yeah, like yeah. four hour mm-hmm. every four hour window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for two days, you're just stealing a couple hours of sleep yeah, every time you can get it. Yeah. 
boom, hour, hour and a half, yeah. wake up, get ready, run. Because yeah. the run takes time out of yeah, that as well. About, yeah, about an hour. An hour at the start, but after that, it takes like longer because you get more tired. Yeah, so yeah. it takes, so you have, have to do it every four hours, and yeah. the run takes an hour. Yeah. And then you got to, do you time it from like after you finish the run, or is that part of the, is after that, is the time that you're oh, yeah, running part of yeah, the, yeah. Is, uh, yeah. Is, yeah. So you're not so you sleeping. Oh, dude, that is yeah. brutal. And because of that, you developed combination of probably the fight yeah, plus probably, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But dude, that's the most badass shit I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Listen, David Goggins is a badass. I'd like to go see that dude f- fight five rounds and then go yeah, try to do one of those challenges. Crazy. That'd be crazy. Dude, that is fucking yeah. nuts. You out yeah. David Goggins, David Goggins. <laughs> I'm gonna tag him in this video and see if he can fucking can share this, this, man. Because <laughs> that is badass and you probably almost died from it yeah i know <laughs> oh my god so how long did it take you to recover from that about six to eight months yeah so at the start i was kind of skeptical when i started taking medication because it took like for me it took like two three months to start seeing a bit of results to like sweat a little bit more yeah so but i wasn't too too optimistic about the whole situation yeah but eventually it came back. I'm like, oh, yeah, I think I can fight again. Yeah. So how relieving was it when you actually started? Like, was it a slow process where you felt yourself finally starting to sweat? Yeah, and... yeah, it was a very slow process. Yeah. Like the... Major, like when we train at Matrix, he has to make the room like fucking cold. Everyone is freezing. I'm like, yeah, this is just nice. <laughs> <laughs> also counterproductive because yeah. training when you're cold is pretty, pretty rough. Yeah. <laughs> rough on the old body. <laughs> Turn all my muscles. Yeah, taking throws and double legs and shit and rock hard mats. <laughs> Wow, man. I mean, that that is insane. And then, so you finally started to get through. Were, were you, like, offered fights in that time that you couldn't yeah, take? Yeah, I was offered or? Uh, a fight uh, against a Brazilian chick. Mm. So I couldn't take it. And it was partly because of my COVID, uh, the, my second jab. Yeah, oh, yeah, there was, like, a time limit uh, for me to take my second dose. And it's, like, right on the day when I was fighting. Because I didn't want to take the jab. And then, you know, I can't yeah. be fucks with my training camp. So exactly. it's kind of, like, a weird time frame. Plus, you never yeah. know, right? Like, young people working out really, really hard yeah, after yeah, the jabs yeah. is yeah, not... Yeah, I guess they want to, like, not a good risk. Yeah, yeah, not a good move. It's like a wild cut, yeah. Yeah, especially yeah. when you're already dealing with a pre-existing condition yeah, that's pretty exactly. crazy, too. Yeah, yeah. And then you're training and you're fighting. Yeah, I mean, that's just... Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. So, so uh, what was the training camp... Or what was the thought process going into this fight? Because... Uh, you know, Mengbo's very good. She's got really good hands. And I want to actually, before that we do that, I want to make a little bit of a comment because you texted me, Jake, after we were discussing Tiffany coming on the podcast, and you were talking about that like crucifix cheat code. Yeah. Yeah. Because first of all, Major, your coach is—he's mm-hmm. definitely got the best crucifix in Singapore. He's got one of the best because it's such a niche position. Yeah, it is. That, yeah. but we saw Kai Shong who just uh, won his yeah. last fight by mm-hmm. TKO with mm-hmm. the cross. Uh, topside crucifix yeah, yeah, elbows, elbows yeah. and then um for the difference if the listeners don't know i mean the one championship rules are very different than the ufc rules and in one championship you can need the head of the down of a downed opponent and people are starting to adapt and major i think is the quickest to adapt mm-hmm. to this because yeah. you can see that you guys have a system of kneeing the head from that cross side position yeah. i mean in the in at the end or middle of that second round when he took her down you had her arm trapped, trapped yeah. behind her yeah. With one hand, and then the other hand, you're like using a plum, and you're trying to knee her in the head. I've never seen anybody do that before because you can knee the head from there. Yeah. And then you started, uh, and then what was this other position? You oh, then you went to the half Nelson, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which it doesn't really work so much in the UFC because you can't ground and pound from yeah, there because yeah, you're committing yeah, that arm to the neck. Knees, yeah. So you've got her in like a top side half mm-hmm. Nelson, almost like a tie plum, and you're pulling her head into your yeah, knee. Training. It kind of like kills a frame to block. Also. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then the only alternative is to turn your back 
Yeah. So you're double yeah. trapped because the the half Nelson is keeping mm-hmm. her lot away from turning into you. Yeah. So it's either eat those knees or turn oh, your back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the transition yeah. where you go from back to side control, back mm-hmm. to side control, because she's turning away from you over mm-hmm. and over again, the ground and pound there is just so much more dangerous when you can knee the head. Yeah, Are you guys yeah. like working that? Are you working yeah, a lot yeah, of that? Yeah, we've been working uh, a lot of those transitions during the whole camp. How are you drilling like knees to? Do you guys wear knee pads? How are yeah, you? Yeah, so uh, for Christmas, Major got me elbow and knee pads. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice. That's a good yeah. fucking Christmas gift from your coach. I'll yeah, tell you right yeah. now. Yeah, and then when everyone at uh, everyone at the gym they saw it, they're like, "Oh fuck, <laughs> <laughs> we're about to these. eat these knees." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, "Why do you do this?" <laughs> yeah. So how much are you guys? Uh, so in your MMA. What's going on? Oh, no, P- pull it closer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you might be able to tilt yeah, it towards you. Yeah, you can twist it towards you. Yeah. So you can, you can actually turn it in this direction. Ah, okay, there okay. we go. All right, yeah. got it. So yeah, like you guys are doing that in your your sparring mm-hmm. rounds. You're you're keeping the knee pads on. You're kneeing yeah, each other yeah, from yeah. the side controls. Sparring rounds, even for drills. Yeah. Even for drills. Yeah. Yeah, because you guys are are changing the game there. I mean, I haven't seen anybody adapt to the rules like wh- mm-hmm. i mean what does it feel like to throw the knees from that position to just have that and just be yeah, crushing I felt great those knees like, I, I took quite a few punches during a stand, stand-up exchange so i'm like yeah it's payback payback time bitch yeah, <laughs> i was yeah. like yeah i just need a shit off a hit yeah and once you got the takedown did you feel like pretty strong like yeah you i felt the- strong like after i got the takedown and uh i felt like she couldn't do much on the ground like she was struggling to get up yeah you were landing a couple of nice shots there in that first round too. Mm-hmm. Caught her with a nice two. You caught her with a good left hook, some yeah. low kicks. You guys, it looked like yeah. your calf had a little redness yeah, yeah, on it there. Yeah, she kicks hot. Yeah, she's yeah. a hot puncher for sure. Was yeah. your calf sore the, the next day? Uh, it was okay the next day, but it turned really red quick. Yeah, I saw it, I yeah. saw it on the broadcast that it was red. Yeah, yeah. Like after a couple of rounds, uh, a couple of kicks, it was like red instantly. Yeah. But after the fight, I felt okay. I wasn't like having any trouble walking or anything. Yeah. So just like the soreness of the eye. You don't yeah. even have really too much of a black eye, but you'll still get the soreness. Yeah, just a even bit if... s- swelling over here. And my jaw, I think one of the punch she landed, my jaw was open. Oh, yeah. So like, I took it. Like, it's a bit sore now. Yeah. yeah, I have that habit too of keeping yeah. my mouth open sometimes yeah. when I'm yeah, sparring. Yeah. It's a bit, you got to bite down on mm-hmm, that thing and mm-hmm. make those muscles yeah. tight. Yeah, yeah, man. So you, you, know, you and, and Panda have pretty much... Mm-hmm. cleaned out this division so yeah. I mean, you mentioned it on the broadcast Jake loved it <laughs> he just told me yeah, that was my favorite bit of like the entire thing when you're, when you're like oh do you want to fight Panda next no I'll fight anyone anyone I'll take <laughs> yeah. them all okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Adam weight, straw weight. they can all get <laughs> yeah, some yeah flyweights too <laughs> <laughs> flyweights too let's go you, you and Kai Shawn calling out every motherfucker every motherfucker out there I like it you guys are crazy to, perfect together I think <laughs> Kai Shawn's currently uh-huh. who was the guest in December uh, and he's in there playing the PlayStation right now with Charmaine <laughs> in the living room. So yeah, I mean, what do you what do you think they do? I mean, I'm still all about the Angela Lee fight. I mean, I just mm-hmm, think mm-hmm. that that'd be such a wasted opportunity if you guys don't mm-hmm. get to do that. Yeah, you know, like I, I think of- it has to happen eventually, right? If I want to go, especially if I'm going down the atom weight, like you know. She's fighting Atom and Straw. I'm going down to Atom. Like, it has to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, you're the number one contender in this division. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. depending on how she does with Stamp, I mean, yeah. h- how do you think Stamp and Angela is going to go? Um, I think I'll give it to Angela, like, just also the experience-wise. Yeah. And I feel like Angela has better grappling and uh, takedowns. Yeah. Yeah, I think the wrestling will yeah. be the difference there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm not overly impressed by Stamps like armbarred against Ritu. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, it's impressive for her. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that I don't think that will have much uh, sway on her fight with Angela. True, true. Right, because yeah, the grappling true. level yeah. is, is so yeah, it's different. different. Yeah, it's different. I don't know what Ritu was doing when she, when she was <laughs> defending that armbar. 
I mean, that was... She probably doesn't but, know what she's doing. Yeah, but you probably, you probably <laughs> was. She wasn't defending the arm bar. That's what went uh, so wrong, wasn't it? I mean, but she, you'd think that she'd be picking that up. I mean, she had some really bad defensive movement. Who And she also had a win over um, Ayaka, yeah. right? Ayaka. Uh, uh, Mungbo. She fought Mungbo. Oh, Mungbo. That's yeah, right. Mungbo, that's what, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I don't know. But I think Angela will, will probably get through Stamp. Mm-hmm, and then, mm-hmm. yeah, dude, you, you mm-hmm. next. That would be... Yeah, it'd be fun. How yeah. would you, you know, without giving away too much or anything, mm-hmm. but how would you approach a, a fight with Angela if, if that were to happen? Singapore versus fake Singapore. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, there's something in my, something in my throat. A little cough there. Um, I don't know, like, like most of the game planning, I just leave it to Major. So I'm kind of like the robot. So Major was <laughs> like, all right, this is the game plan. This is what you got to do. I'm like, all right, I'll do that. <laughs> yeah. You know what? That's, that's crazy because honestly, I was talking with uh, Jake before you came. I mm-hmm. think your strongest asset is your fight IQ. Mm-hmm. Because you know you you've beat a lot of people from a broad spectrum of, of skills, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you mm-hmm. beat Michelle Nicolini and mm-hmm. and used a lot of Major described it like this to me. Used some jujitsu principles to do that, which you mm-hmm. which you most certainly did. Mm-hmm. And then of course you beat Ayaka, who just fought and lost to the champ. And mm-hmm. then of course your fight with Panda was razor close, and that mm-hmm. was a striking match. So you you you've been able to deal with world championship mm-hmm. Brazilian yeah. jiu-jitsu you you fought the best two strikers in the division mm-hmm. which is Mungbo and mm-hmm. and Panda you've shown a wide variety of ways to win and you've been in trouble yeah, right? yeah, and yeah. you've adapted to that mm-hmm. right like even Ayaka she had you in that scarf hold mm-hmm. right and you were able to figure out a way to come and win mm-hmm. uh Mungbo was landing some shots on you but you've adapted and are mm-hmm. able to change often mm-hmm. mid-fight and mm-hmm. show a wide uh, array of skills and a wide array of avenues that you can attack from because yeah, yeah, yeah. you're more you're more multi-dimensional you have mm-hmm. a wider yeah, yeah. degree of skill set but mm-hmm. even people who are hyper hyper specialists with you mm-hmm. tend to struggle so I, I think it's crazy to think that you're just like a kind of mm-hmm. a zombie out there because you adapt quite well <laughs> in the fights yeah yeah because that's how I, I i try to train like i try not to like just focus on one discipline because to me it's like you know i'm an mma fighter so i have to be kind of like like well-versed in different disciplines jiu-jitsu re- wrestling striking and like putting it all together yeah yeah you, i think you show the, the the best fight iq in the division because even that fight with the second fight with panda if you look at the adjustments from the first fight to the second fight i mean mm-hmm. that shit is night and day yeah yeah yeah. i yeah. mean that fight with panda was a dog fight and then by the end in that fifth round was your was your most dominant round mm-hmm. we were all pretty butthurt still that you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so i mean what would the what what's the goal at this point because you, you fought panda twice mm-hmm so is is the goal championship? Is the is the goal certain fights? Is the goal certain maybe different championship in a different division? Like mm-hmm. if you're the 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 architect here, mm-hmm. what is the the main goal and what's the path to it? Yeah, so I guess the championship uh, is always always the end goal. So in between, I just hope that I can you know fight more. Like especially after the whole incident of uh, not being able to sweat, I felt like it changed my mindset and perspective towards fighting a lot. You know, I feel like. Any fight can be my last fight, you know. I don't, I don't know when maybe like I can't start again. Like, it can happen anytime, right? Like, or maybe I get injured and I can't fight again. So I feel like um, I don't take fighting for granted anymore. And having when when I thought I couldn't fight fight again, it made me kind of depressed. I would say, yeah. yeah and uh, it make it makes me treasure fighting a lot more. And I just want to fight as often as I can. And you know, I'm ready for anyone. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's interesting, right? Because you, you did have that. So once something's taken away from you, you can sort yeah, of yeah, yeah. appreciate the value of yeah, it a definitely. little bit more. Yeah. 
And then not not to mention, like, fighting already has a pretty short window anyway. I mm-hmm, mean, there's mm-hmm. generally, like, a yeah. period of 10 to 15 years where you yeah. can do and it at I a high like level. Yeah, I feel like I'm in my prime now, for sure. For sure, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, so I want to fight as often as I can. And there's some interesting matchups for you. I think you're right, though. I think it's probably at a different division because, like, you and Stamp, that would be fucking sick. Mm-hmm. You and Ritu would be fun. Mm-hmm. You and Angela Lee, of course, would yeah, be best. Yeah, there's so many matchups to make at the Atom Week. Yeah, I guess some new... Some new oh, so, that's below you, right? That's yeah, that's be- below me. So how would that weight cut go? Because they are pretty strict on the hydration. You're mm-hmm, already fucking mm-hmm. problem sweating over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I have to bring my walking weight down like maybe two or three kilos and then the hydration should be okay. Yeah. Yeah. So just dieting, losing a little bit of muscle mass maybe, yeah, a little yeah, bit of body yeah. fat. Yeah, for sure you have to lose a bit of muscle mass to yeah. lower weight. So yeah. more cardio, just yeah. do more running, yeah, shrink yeah. the... Yeah, just living it to my SNC coach. You know, he takes care of my nutrition. So I already told him, you know, next fight, 52, like, give me a meal plan. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever made that weight cut before? No, I haven't been my first weight cut to 52. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's just worry about that with the sweating issue, right? With trying to... But now it's fully resolved. So like, you haven't had yeah, an issue I made, with I made a full recovery. Yeah. No you haven't issue. had one yeah. time? Okay, that's, yeah. that's good. Yeah, full recovery. Yeah. Just don't do any psycho shit anymore. <laughs> I mean, that... Yeah, Major had to remind me, no more Goggins challenge yeah. after this fight. Yeah, if you're thinking about doing that tomorrow, can we put you off that now? Like, let's not. Yeah, I'm going to put that shit on Instagram, tag Goggins. I need somebody to have that dude see that you fought a championship fight and then did his you did his five, crazy ass five workout. Five round war. Yeah. Two days later, you started that shit. That's the thing, too, is like, it might have been okay if you'd recovered first. True, true. It's like the body's still under a lot of stress. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And plus, you did a little, I mean, you know, one's weight cutting is not as bad, but you did a little weight cut mm-hmm, anyway mm-hmm. to go and do that, plus yeah, yeah, damage yeah. to the body, and yeah. then that fucking crazy challenge. Yeah. And then you did an extra set. <laughs> you did an extra set. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> that That is wild, man. That's one of the craziest things I've ever heard. So I'm really glad that you've you've totally recovered from mm-hmm. that. But yeah, you got some juicy action down there, down there at a lower weight class. Mm-hmm, yeah. Have they, uh, I mean, you just fought two days ago. So yeah, yeah. Actually, have, they suggested, so I had a post-fight interview uh, after after the fight. So I think they were saying like maybe me versus Ritu will be a fun one. Because, I mean, we both just beat Mumpo. So if I want to go down, this, they suggested, you know, Ritu might be in the next fight. Especially yeah. if you want to fight sooner, because I guess Stamp and yeah, yeah, Angela yeah, yeah. are tied up already, right? Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. Uh, so what... So do you think that they are they keen on that? I mean, did you, I think is so. That the move I think it for makes them? sense also, right? She's from Evolve and she's based in Singapore. But easy to make that fight happen too. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, because you forget how much of these fights are probably have issues just because yeah, of yeah, like travel visa and, and all. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a huge pain in the ass. Yeah. Khabib was supposed to be at the fights, right? Didn't they say something that he? I think he got COVID. And did he get COVID or did somebody he know was close? I think by? he got COVID. That's what I heard. Oh shit! Yeah, I didn't see him at all. Like the the whole fight week, probably yeah. quarantined and all. Yeah. Yeah, he must have been quarantined. That's kind of boring. Yeah. But that dude, though, the, his his guy, dude's a he kept, he kept saying he's going to kill everybody. Did you hear this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, come down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, dude, you're in Singapore. You can't be screaming out you want to yeah. kill everybody yeah. in the division. <laughs> I want to murder you. It's like, okay. The, the audience is like, uh. <laughs> yeah, so so if you go, how many fights have you had at, at one at this point? Um, I think at least five or six fights. In one? Yeah, in more. one. Yeah. more already. Because my first. I had SFC and my first three fights was in was out of one three to four fights. Yeah, yeah. And you're ten, eleven, yeah. and two. Yeah, you now? check it on like topology or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we I'm check. ten and yeah, ten and two. Yeah. Did you? Oh, by the way, did you find uh, Mung Bo's? And yeah. I asked you a while ago if you could throw that up there. Yeah, let's take a look at her because I I think a lot of the audience doesn't know who she is. Mm-hmm. 
And this is only her second fight in one, right? Look, no, look no, at no, the top. Is. Look at that. Yeah, Tiffany T.O. <laughs> motherfucker. I think it's, she, she has fought a few times in one. Okay. Uh, so she fought like two or three times at Atom Weight. five. Yeah, five fights okay. in one. Five fights in one. She lost to Ritu and she lost to you. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, her straight. And look at that. There's a lot of TKOs there too, man. Her hands yeah, 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 yeah. are dangerous. Kicks yeah. hard. And she used to fight at 57 kg too. Yeah, she went yeah. up, right? She went down and went up again. Oh, okay. Yeah, she, she has always been like going up and down throughout her whole and, life. And go down yeah. to the bottom of that one, Jake. Because I think that Zhang Weili was her first fight. Yeah, I think it was the first, uh, both of their first fight. That was both yeah. of their first fight. I think so, yeah. I might be wrong. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Both I, O and O. I mean, yeah. look at that. Yeah. So by MMA math, you beat Zhang Weili. <laughs> 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 That'd be a fun one, too. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. MMA math is awesome. <laughs> yeah, man. So what's the... So what's the move uh, going forward, like in terms of your your training and everything? I mean, of course, I know you're doing a well-rounded, mm-hmm. you do a well-rounded mm-hmm. skill set. But what I mean, if after the fight with Mungbo, is there any is there anything you took away from it, like stuff that you should work on, or was there anything that she did that really mm-hmm. stuck out in your head, or, or mm. part of your game you want to develop? Yeah, I guess more like wrestling and grappling heavy because. It, uh, even before the Mumbo fight, after my last Panda fight, I was like, yeah, I think I'm just going to start taking bitches down, you know? Yeah, yeah. because <laughs> yeah, it's like, I feel like um, I, I don't have a very durable face. So I would get a f- I would get punched a few times and I will get cut here and there. Like, my face starts swelling up. My face is not very durable. <laughs> and I feel like the judges, uh, they're scared, they scared to see blood. So yeah. I'm like, yeah, I got to go for like, you know, the, f- the fastest way to like finish the fight. Yeah, that was Major's theory yeah. about the the or the panda fight mm-hmm. is that you wore the damage a little bit more. And I was wearing a white rash guard. Right? Yeah, yeah, oh, he, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he will not shut up about the white <laughs> rash guard. He keeps going like, yeah, the white was... rash guard. I told her the white rash guard. She didn't listen. He just keeps going on about uh, that. She wore a different rash guard. She won. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's true. I mean, it is, mm-hmm. a, and it's always been a thing with Asian MMA. I feel like the blood is like you see, like in the UFC, you see bleed. You're like, Ugh. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Yeah, but see, I but... guess it's because the damage is the highest score criteria under the one rules but i don't know how much you put what, what do you think you should attri- how much damage do you attribute to like a cut because you can just get nicked right it's like it can be like the just a touch and it's like a sharp elbow and you like get cut it's and like, it doesn't even hurt really like damaged? it's the ones that slice that just barely mm-hmm. touch you or yeah, the ones yeah, that yeah. ended up cutting you yeah so i guess it's damage though a cut is damage but it doesn't really mean much mm-hmm. like a cut yeah. to a fighter it's just like yeah. a, kind of comes with the territory yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's the thing about investing in your wrestling, too, is that mm-hmm. generally I feel like that, at least in this region, that wrestling tends to be the weakest skill set. Mm-hmm. Of course, at the top level, that's not always the case, right? But generally speaking, I would say that's the case. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like wrestling gets more longevity, mm. right? Because yeah. the, the fast twitch can go remarkably quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It tends to fade later than the round. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And also, like, you, you lose it fast, yeah, like you can have yeah. it, you can have it, you can have it, yeah, and then it seems like, like one yeah. fight you're just a millisecond off. The fast switch is just a tiny mm-hmm. bit slower, mm-hmm. and then you know as you get older and older, yeah, the see, fast see switch. the career of Tyron Woodley. Yeah, and a lot of those guys that require yeah. that fast twitchy kind of vibe, but the wrestling man, you, you mm-hmm. those old dudes can wrestle all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's just wrestling is just money in the bank. Yeah. And the best part is like in your fight, as soon as you got that first takedown. Mm-hmm. It totally changed the distance in the range, mm-hmm. and then everything else came easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, once yeah. you actually, she got a little nervous about it, the distance yeah, changed, she wouldn't yeah. commit so hard on her punches, mm-hmm. and the second takedown was way easier. Yeah, yeah. She's like, oh, fuck, I have to, I have to watch my range. Yeah. yeah, and it's in the back of her mind, mm-hmm. and then it freezes mm-hmm. up her striking a little bit, mm-hmm. and then yeah. all of a sudden, you're, you're going to have way more yeah. success there. Yeah. You did land some shots, though. You did land some shots, mm-hmm. though, in that mm-hmm. first round. Mm-hmm. I can see your striking and everything developing, but your ring IQ, dude, is just, <laughs> is legit. 
because it, because <laughs> a lot of the people that you fight don't mm-hmm. adapt mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you adapt over yeah, time yeah. they have kind of like a fixed way they want to win like yes this way only like yeah but to me it's like you know it's mma there's many ways to win i don't have to just use one way to win yeah yeah and that's yeah. how you i mean how long have you been training jujitsu uh so i started around 2013 yeah so like Eight nine years something yeah about long. there yeah and have you been training yeah. like con- consistency the no, no, whole no, time no no I hated jujitsu at the start yeah I'm like fuck this <laughs> I'm like what you mean I, I I can't punch them in the face when I'm on top <laughs> yeah this is bullshit yeah because I, I started with striking so I was like I just didn't really embrace jujitsu at the start and I suck at it probably that's why <laughs> and that's yeah. how you can I mean I think you were a blue belt at the time weren't you a blue belt can beat Michelle Nicolini in oh yeah fight. I was a blue belt when I fought Michelle I mean yeah. that goes to show you first of all that MMA is a different thing oh did we lose her. First of all, that MMA is a different thing, and second of all, that if you train the the right skill set, and if you go in totally one dimensionally, mm-hmm. it becomes so much easier to shut it down, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the only thing you have to worry about. Right? Especially because, yeah. like, even Michelle, she doesn't strike even when she's on the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you she's know, looking for the sub, like trying to stay like, but only on top, only yeah, looking yeah, yeah. for the sub. Yeah, it kind of blows my mind that like coaches wouldn't get her to use ground and pound to set up her submissions. Right? I mean, that's already kind of a niche, like grappling, like using strikes to open up stuff yeah and i'm super fascinated about these like knees to the head of a grounded opponent <laughs> it's awesome <laughs> yeah, it's awesome it's so awesome yeah and you know who doesn't think it's awesome demetrius johnson yeah i mean oh that, yeah, yeah yeah that's why you're getting to see it more recently because i think one's been around long enough plus they've changed the rules a few times over the last like mm-hmm, five years mm-hmm. right yeah, remember they used kicks. to allow the soccer kicks yeah, yeah, yeah. It's removed. and then yeah. they made that weird modified soccer kick where it's like the referee had to give you permission to punt somebody in the head <laughs> remember that where they had like that weird down i think it was when arlovsky fought andre arlovsky head kicked was it uh tim sylvia in one no, but there, really there was one that. fight like that where for, I think, one or two events, uh-huh. they made it so that way you had to be, like, cleared by the referee. Kind of weird. It was super weird. Yeah, and they got yeah, rid yeah. of it immediately. Cause then it yeah, it's got, like it breaks the momentum and, yeah. Yeah, and like, yeah exactly. And you're, like, yeah. in the moment, right? You're, yeah, yeah, you're not yeah. thinking, like, do I have permission to yeah, like, wreck this dude in the face? <laughs> yeah. But then they added the – so they've changed it a lot. But now that the knee the, – it seems like the rules are more solidified mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that they've really established the their scoring criteria mm-hmm. that you're starting to see this new niche mm-hmm. develop. No slams on a hit, though. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're Angela Lee. And then, then you get a freebie. <laughs> or no, Christian actually got disqualified. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. He got EQ'd for that. Yeah. yeah, but the first time she fought Panda, that was definitely yeah, right? a suplex. Yeah, and it so led too. right to the finishing sequence. Yeah, yeah. Which is crazy. I have a video on that if you guys don't know what I'm talking about. but And that wasn't that in the fifth round as well? It was late. It was yeah, late, it was late in, the in the fight. Yep. And then she suplexed her, kind of rocked her, and then she followed up and finished her with ground and pound or something like that. But yeah, that's I, I love it when you start to see because it makes the the ground game so much more dangerous. Like mm-hmm. if you have somebody in that front headlock, mm-hmm. and you can just knee yeah, them in the head. Yeah, grounded knees from front front headlock sucks. Oh, that, you cannot stop there at all because you know the UFC yeah, they yeah, do that yeah. shit where they all like base yeah, out and yeah, they'll just nope. chill there. <laughs> yeah. No, eat these knees. Yeah. And then the crucifix and the top side control makes it so interesting. I need to make sure we're training that because it's fun. Yeah. And it works. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, it's one it of those things. Really well. yeah. Isn't it weird how the rules and the pressure they put on them to like just move and it opens up subs? Yeah. Especially yeah. turning their back. Yeah. Because yeah. if you're trying to turn in and hip escape and those knees are coming into your nose, mm-hmm. your only option, especially that half Nelson, that's what made that so interesting. Because mm-hmm. you really block her from turning into you anymore with the half mm-hmm. Nelson. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it forces her to either eat the knee. You're giving her like, oh, what like, do you want to do? You want to yeah, yeah. give me your back or do you yeah, want to take the yeah. knee? Yeah, that's so interesting. We need to do that at the gym. You know what's funny too is that. Isn't it funny how like the UFC and the unified rules change how martial arts works? Yeah, that's right. Because yeah. why don't people train 
knees on the like why can't you go to mma gym and then train mm-hmm. knees on the ground mm-hmm. because they're not allowed yeah. in the ufc yeah and you don't see that as often it's like not the norm i guess it's like but if you're at a martial arts school like another yeah, just learning to like defend yourself and hurt true people, true then yeah. why wouldn't you do that yeah, yeah, yeah. you know is, isn't mm-hmm. that crazy even yeah. something like soccer kicks like i don't understand what, they're so effective right yeah, yeah i don't know why you wouldn't like if you want to do real martial arts mm-hmm. not changing it just because the rules the say rules mm-hmm. but yeah you drill your soccer kicks you don't like punt your teammate <laughs> in the head yeah. <laughs> guys stronghold look out i'm coming for you soccer kicks are now uh, allowed my, in mma flared up again i definitely can't come <laughs> yeah, back exactly. to training jake's like okay i'm yeah, see, I'm see you later i'm not coming to you guard pullers are fucked like you jake you dirty guard pullers when you eat one of those knees to the head or the soccer <laughs> kicks then you're so done this. <laughs> yeah so that's that's crazy how many more years do you think you're gonna do this tiff um i mean is there at a, least like three to five it really depends you know if i get injured along the way or like anything unexpected happens but if everything goes well i see myself doing this for like three to five more years yeah i mean i gotta ask because you you've been training like when when did you start like like I'm gonna fight training. Like how how long ago was that? Um, probably around 2014 or 15. Yeah. So dealing with six, seven years, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever imagine you would get to where you are? No, never. Like when I, I mean, first it's... started martial arts, I was just, I just wanted to lose some weight. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this looks fun. I'm gonna learn a new skill and I like, try to lose some weight. Yeah, and then one thing just led to another. Yeah, and now you're the number one contender, the yeah, number it's one. Quite, ra- it's quite crazy. Isn't that crazy? You've had <laughs> yeah. two title fights, yeah. like all mm-hmm. these interesting matchups. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, what is it? It must be crazy, right? Especially coming from a place like Singapore. I mean, yeah. MMA is pretty new here. I mean, you're definitely the the real the real. There's a couple other ones, uh, but you're the <laughs> real female MMA Singaporean pioneer. Mm-hmm, like you're mm-hmm. the fucking OG. There's ones that maybe did it first that. You know, mm-hmm. you, you, especially back in the day, you'd get those people that would like take mm-hmm, one fight mm-hmm. in one and, just and then become after. a coach. And then they're one fight, one championship <laughs> mm-hmm, fighters mm-hmm. forever. And they use it and they get their students. Mm-hmm, and no shame, mm-hmm. right? People got to gotta make their money and do their mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. You stuck you with it, mm-hmm, got mm-hmm. to the top of the division. I mean, it must be crazy. It's kind of crazy, right? Yeah, it is. And it's like kind of no one to go to for advice. Like, it's like, because no one has done it before, right? So it's kind of like trial and error as I go, like, all right, this might work, this might not work. Like, kind of have to roll the dice and just go with the flow. Yeah. And then what's it like to just see that one next to your fucking name? Having Michael Chavello be like, she's the number one. (laughs) I mean, come on, dude. That must be fucking dope. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, especially now you're established, you're getting, you're getting that, you know, it's, kind of the blessing and the curse about MMA is that the more mm-hmm. you do it, you start to maximize your earning potential. You start to maximize mm-hmm. your, mm-hmm. your opportunities, yeah. I guess but it's as you age and it's as you get yeah. older, but yeah. now you're at the point where you're an established vet. You're at the top mm-hmm. of the division. Mm-hmm. These all of a sudden these really interesting, I mean, you and Angela mm-hmm. would be a great fight. Yeah, crazy fight. fight. Yeah. Especially for Singaporean MMA. Like mm-hmm. if, mm-hmm. Cra- if crowds are allowed back in as well, you'll sell that thing out. It'd be, it'd be amazing. <laughs> Yeah. Because yeah, Just, don't don't do it until they allow, allow full crowds back in. So you've got the atmosphere. True, true, true. Yeah. So how many were there yesterday in the arena? I think the max was like a thousand for with the COVID guidelines now, the maximum allowed is one thousand. Do you yeah. miss like the big ass crowd or is it one of those things for you it's just like eh. Yeah, I like it when it's like like a big enough crowd or no crowd. 
Yeah. I, I hate it when it's like, uh, like yeah, and it's like you can hear every single one shouting like, shut the fuck up, yeah. like let me do my thing. <laughs> <laughs> like they be shouting like, rent, trying to corner you. What did you there. hear? What did you hear? You must have heard one thing because even I remember when I was fighting, I would always remember like some idiotic thing I would hear from some dude in the audience, and I'm just like, I'm sitting there punching somebody, and then I hear somebody say some shit, and I'm just like, yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I think it was my panda fight where the where the stadium was like wasn't. It was not full house, like I think it was probably like just a couple of hundred of people. The second one, right? Yeah, the the, the second panda fight, and then I could hear like a lot of people co- trying to corner me. I'm like, trying to get the takedown. I'm like, what the fuck do you think I'm trying to do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not <laughs> do you find it yeah. distracting at all? It's just annoying. Yeah. Like, I, I I still try to tune out and like you know pick up Major's voice. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just annoying to have them you know at the background and hearing every single one. But when it's full house, it's different. Everyone is cheering, gets kind of muffled out, and it becomes a different energy. It's yeah. like they're cheering for you. Yeah. It's kind of like a background noise rather than yeah, being yeah, able yeah. to like hear a specific voices. instruction like shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, you can hear yeah. everything. When we went yeah. to which one were we at the Christian Lee Ock fight, yeah. right? When we went to that one, it was the same thing. They kept you all so separated, but there was always some drunken. Usually, it's an American or someone from the UK. Right. Let's yeah. be honest. Yeah, 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 yeah. Screaming out from the rafters, and everybody can hear it. And you're just like, ugh. Because yeah. you know, Singaporeans are so quiet, and they like to cheer whenever. Yeah, 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 but yeah. then they're quiet in between. Yeah. Whereas if you go to US, it's just madhouse all the time. And you can't really make it out, but you mm-hmm. can hear the dumb shit people say at the indoor stadium. <laughs> well, oh no, go you're on. no good, no good. Oh no, I was going to say there was some when we went to the last one. Major moves with us as well, and there's some idiots pissed, like giving fighting advice and stuff. And then Major's just sat next to me, like, fucking idiots. Don't <laughs> <laughs> Sounds <laughs> about right. <laughs> yeah, he's starting to sober up at that point, so he was getting a little upset. <laughs> yeah. So you mentioned uh, Tiff that there's really no one to, no one to sort of go to about, especially a female, right? Like being a female mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mixed martial artist, a mm-hmm. Singaporean female yeah, mixed martial especially artist. especially like trying to cut weight at first. It was kind of like. I don't even know what I'm trying to do here. <laughs> like, yeah. it, like guys and girls, we, we we are so different biologically. What works for a guy, you know, might not work as well for me. So I kind of have to like figure my way, try and error. Especially like girls, we have our we have our, we have our, we have our periods. Like it fucks up your hormones, and you know, it might your weight might just go up out of nowhere. So, yeah, so it's a lot of try and error for me. Yeah. Yeah, and when you and and women do cut weight differently than men too. It is yeah, much definitely. harder for women and, to get yeah, off weight, generally yeah. speaking, than mm-hmm. women. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think your role will be in sort of the community after after you're done fighting? I mean, wh- do you want to be like the girl that people go to? Because I mean, I'm, as I mentioned, you're you're going to be mm-hmm. a bit of a pioneer here. Mm-hmm. So, I think there will be a really interesting post fight career, especially in mm-hmm. the female MMA arena. Right mm-hmm. as martial arts gets more and more popular here, I mean, a lot of girls train in Singapore, man. Yeah, a lot. There's yeah. a lot. Yeah, but MMA not so much. Yeah, I that's think true. it's more like specialized they either do boxing or they do Muay Thai or they do Jiu Jitsu hardly you get a girl who like kind of want to do everything yeah yeah, yeah they're definitely yeah. lesser yeah would you I mean would you think that you have a role in maybe building up the scene when, when you're done how do you mm-hmm. want your like uh, your career to go toward like in re- regards to martial arts after you're done fighting do you want to coach do you want to like still mm-hmm. hang around the gym like what do you think you'd like to do um I haven't really thought about it. As of now, I'm still like really focused on you know just fighting and being a good fighter. I haven't really thought about you know the coaching aspect after I kind of retire. Yeah. You're coaching now, right? Yeah, mostly uh like more like martial arts for fitness and like yoga. Yeah. 
But I'm sure you must get some of the girls to come up. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like after after my last fight, like random people, random girls messaging me. Oh, I want to do a PT with you. Like, oh yeah, yeah. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a nice feeling, you know, when you get people coming up to you, like, oh, that was cool. Like, I want to learn that, and yeah, it's nice to like kind of inspire people along the way. Yeah. Yeah, but you're not just you're not just like training only at one place you're entrenched in all the communities here like you, you go train everywhere you're training everybody <laughs> you're friends with everybody like you, you've literally been to like every gym in singapore to yeah, train yeah, with yeah. people so a lot of people get to see you a lot mm-hmm. of people get to train with you mm-hmm. so i mean i think you're already entrenched pretty deeply in that you compete in jiu-jitsu mm-hmm. like so yeah you're i not... try to compete as much as i can <laughs> yeah yeah when i can yeah do you think you'll do that in between maybe the next yeah i want to but it's kind of like you know if, like with the sgi singapore grappling invitational it's like uh, it's, it's I, me and Oz we came up with that and the whole we started it, we started because uh, COVID was kind of like nothing happening we wanted like some competitions to go on and I was hoping to get myself <laughs> a match with that so you're like I'm yeah. going to make my own organization <laughs> yeah, just I'm like, so there's I can no, wrestle there's no bitch. comms I'll make my own comp yeah <laughs> but the thing is I can't find any girls to go against me in Singapore yeah, yeah. it's like Oz is trying really hard too so I'm like you know what I'll just make it a platform for people to compete sure yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, what do you think? Because now you're in the, the business of organizing. How's that? I mean, is it a pain? Uh, like, do you enjoy it? What's It's fun. It's, I mean, the planning is not that fun, but the end, and the end result is really fun to, you know, see the athletes back competing and just having a platform to, you know, to showcase their talent. Yeah, so it's a nice feeling, but uh, the planning is a pain in the ass, especially with the COVID protocols. It's yeah. like, you know, it's like someone pulls down their mask and you might get into trouble. Yeah, so... It's the, it's the COVID just fucking shit up. Yeah. yeah. It'll be so much easier if there's like no COVID protocols. Yeah. Well, I think we're all about yeah. to catch the Omicron. So <laughs> it seems like that's just going to be yeah. inevitable at this yeah. point. I hope we're getting out of this pandemic though, for sure. Yeah. You guys are the only one. Alvin was able to do Lion mm-hmm. City. And yeah, Lion you, City. That was You nice. guys were able yeah. to do those shows. And mm-hmm. I mean, I know it's a pain in the ass, but it really is a, night, a big motivator for everybody when yeah, there's shows yeah, to yeah. do. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing much going on the energy was so low for so long yeah yeah it's just something to look forward to exactly something to train for for as well for the guys that do like to compete Mm -hmm. you know you get the hobbyists that pretty much always rock in Mm -hmm. but some Mm -hmm. people need competition to get them to the next level right yeah yeah you know they'll be in they'll be out they'll come in once or twice a week but Mm -hmm. then the competition comes around and they want to compete they're there every day all the time and when those when your guys' events were going on the gym was just packed like Mm-hmm. people finally felt like positive energy yeah yeah, yeah. prior to that yeah. you know there's open clothes open clothes yeah, like yeah, two yeah. people mm-hmm. partners and then mask yeah. on max off yeah, yeah, five yeah. and it was like, eight and then back down to two and it's then like, it, so much changes here and there yeah and it's so hard to get motivated when you're just constantly mm-hmm. dealing with that yeah. shit so uh the fact that you guys are still making the effort even though it's a massive pain in the ass to do it all is really really nice because it does mm-hmm. get the community vibing it gets people working people mm-hmm, training mm-hmm. yeah it's kind of a bummer right because so many people have started jiu-jitsu over the last two years and kind of like on off on off the training because of the protocols yeah and really struggling to find consistency yeah yeah as we all have mm-hmm, you know because mm-hmm. a lot of time for businesses and even for your training i'm sure mm-hmm. there yeah. were times where it's tough to train right i saw you training yeah. in the fucking garage at your oh, at yeah, your apartment yeah, yeah. and everything yeah the first circuit breaker i yeah. was like oh fuck i have a title fight coming up and i do have a gym to train it and like, it's circuit this? yeah yeah circuit breaker <laughs> yeah it's been a challenging couple couple years, huh? Mm-hmm. But it's good to see things kind of like getting better, starting like, to, or at least slowly, not not yeah. backsliding. That's I mean, at this point, I'll just take things not backsliding, mm-hmm. and uh, seems like the world's sort of starting to adapt to everything. But yeah, we'll see. Yeah. yeah, have you guys have you guys picked up? Has the gym been getting? Yeah, it's getting. Uh, the classes are pretty full now. Like, nice. Yeah, probably gonna get a few more yeah. in there now. 
yeah, people want to train with no chill <laughs> people want to train with tiffany to <laughs> all right man well you got anything else you want to shout out anybody or anything um, else you want to talk about before we wrap this bad boy up anything else like yeah i guess a shout out to my team you know matrix mma like, a lot of people wonder where i train at you know who i learn from it's from major and most of my training partners are people who come to the gym you know just white belts purple belts blue belts i just get my reps in with them it's like you know i don't have any world champions to train with because i'm trying to become a world champion myself yeah 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 and there's none in singapore so. yeah <laughs> yeah so if you want your rounds with tiffany she's Matrix MMA That's a place to go Hong Kong Street And you're down to train With absolutely <laughs> Yeah I anybody. train with everyone White belt Blue belts Purple belts Like day one beginners I train with everyone yeah. I mean I feel like My podcast markets Major's gym more than my own Yeah <laughs> 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 You and Kai Shong Major's been on this Motherfucker like 10 times Major You're welcome bro You're welcome bro Yeah so go train with Major And you are just Awesome to tra- Like I love that you know, it's the best thing about martial arts. Like, you, you can't go train with LeBron James, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't yeah, go do that. Yeah, it's the beauty of, of, like, martial arts. Can train you with, like, a world champ, like, on the And they're cool. You, yeah. They'll roll with you. Everybody's mm-hmm, super nice. Mm-hmm, like, have you found mm-hmm. any sort of, any egos or anything going around training at the gym? Have you found, like, you know, it's like some... It's not that bad in Singapore, but sometimes, mm-hmm. like in the U.S., if like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the UFC guy rolls up to the gym or something, these guys mm-hmm. have their chip on their shoulder and they're wanting to mm-hmm, mm-hmm, show them mm-hmm. how. Have you have you experienced any of that? Um, not really as of now. Yeah. Yeah, people are pretty yeah. chill with you, right? Yeah, it's pretty chill. Yeah. I mean, if they try to roll hard, I mean, I'll roll hard back. I, I try to measure. I, I try to measure intensity, right? If you're like, you're trying to be nice, I'll be nice. If you're trying to be a bitch, I'll show you who's a real bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, that's the move. All right, Jake. Did we? Is there anything else we should we should uh, cover wanna, here? Should, should the three of us quickly look at next week's first big card of the year? Oh give yeah, quick do, predictions. Do you mind we break down the UFC I, next yeah. week? All oh, right, let's do that. All right, give me six. Francis and Ganu and Cyril Gan next week. That card is a, a banger. Oh, and there was a good just a shout out. There was also a good UFC today. Calvin Cater. Oh yeah. Cal, Cal, did you see the? No, not did you catch yet. the fight? Yeah, I'm planning to watch. Do, it, do yeah. you know? Did I spoil it for you already? <laughs> yeah, I've seen it on Instagram. <laughs> okay, so I didn't. I didn't yeah, spoil yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. We've, so yeah, Calvin Cater just put it on Giga, and I think most people thought. Did you think Giga was going to take that? Yeah, I thought so too. His yeah. body shots are just nasty. It was a good fight, but Calvin Cater is tough, and he throws like six punches at a time. His boxing combinations are so tight. So shout out to Calvin Cater, who's sort of Max Holloway, Giga yeah, a little bit. After did. Sorry, what Max Holloway did to him a year ago, he just did to someone else, which obviously proves how great Max Holloway is. Stronghold fighter of the year. I think I saw, yes, according to Jake, (laughs) I think uh, they said that he threw like, he landed like 70 something punches in the last round. I I, I think he threw like between three and four hundred, not Max Holloway. Max Holloway threw like 600 or something. It was fucking crazy. But uh, Calvin Cater just put the beat down on. That was crazy. So, uh, yeah, that was a good one. And, uh, yeah, let's break down this. So, can you throw the card up there? Because we are definitely going to cover this fight. This is going to be awesome. So, uh, well, straight at the top there, Ngannou Ngannou. It's going to be amazing. Ooh, mm-hmm. Tiffany Tio. Give us the, imp- the prediction there on that, on that yeah, one. Yeah, I think Ngannou got that. How do you think it will go? Knockout. <laughs> I'm going to get all conspiratorial in a second, though, because Fran- have you seen what Francis has said? Because it's the last fight of his... Um, contract and he's basically said oh yeah i'm not re-signing mm-hmm, on what mm-hmm. i'm being paid no more mm-hmm. of being paid this i want paying like superstar money mm-hmm. might the ufc could it get a little you know dirty in there if he goes to the judges uh i don't know but i, I do wonder about that though because 
it, it's strange. Why wouldn't they pay him? The, I mean, he's the heavyweight. He's so many knockouts. He's so marketable. Mm-hmm. But Cyril Gaon can ruin all of it. Oh, yeah. He's slick, man. He's slick. I, I've doubted that dude quite a few times, and he might get it. It's all about the knockout, right? Mm-hmm. If Nganu can land the knockout, then yeah, he's obviously not. Yeah. Yeah, obviously not going to the judges, so we don't have to worry about it. But, <laughs> but really, no one's ever outstruck him. Except for Stipe, but he he like more wrestle fucked him when he when he beat yeah. him that he but but later on he was definitely landing the clean striking but I don't think Gon's gonna really mix in the wrestling or anything but I definitely think Cyril is the slicker of the ones I I don't know I'm I'm sort of leaning towards Cyril Gon actually believe it or not I don't know who will win this one but this is a damn good heavyweight title fight mm-hmm. and then the winner gets gets uh, picograms get a little <laughs> picograms John Jones versus the winner they got to do that right yeah I reckon. It'd be interesting to see how John fights now that he's put on all his weight. Interesting if Sohudo too. Yeah, Sohudo's yeah. been everywhere. He's, yeah, right. With the weight. What is he? In, this like, motherfucker is yeah. exact training everywhere. <laughs> he's also in the corner of uh, Figueredo next week. Oh shit! Because Figueredo and Moreno, uh, Figueredo yeah, and Moreno the are the undercard. And then he was training with Moreno before that, and he's with John Jones, and he's with Jean Wei Lee. Yeah, it's everywhere. Where's this dude? <laughs> like, what is he doing? Just full on coach mode. Yeah. <laughs> But his guys win though. He he might be a, he's gonna be a damn good coach. I feel like. But he wants them to bring him back to fight Volkanovski. Oh but yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Dana's not into but, it. Dana then said, "Oh no, it doesn't work like that. You can't just jump back in and fight in any weight class you want. Why we not? Never, we never do that. Yeah. Like yeah, you do. George, yeah, George Saint Pierre. Like yeah, you do that all the time. Yeah, you do that all the time. What are you talking about? John Jones. He's doing it right now. Again, allegedly to do with pay and what he wants, and they won't give him. Yeah." Thing with Cejudo though is like you wouldn't want to you wouldn't want him to come in on like a one fight deal or something like that because oh, you wouldn't want him to come in and, then be like, and fuck off again yeah because yeah. yeah. it it jams up the division and it fucks with lineage and all right so uh, yeah throw that up there again what do we got here what so what do you think about uh, the co main Moreno and Figueroa mm, Moreno yeah yeah kinda, isn't he just like the feel good story of MMA him and Glover that old bitch yeah last year Glover Teixeira. Mm-hmm. I mean, when Brandon Moreno won the title, it was one of those ones where I was like, I was a little, I was a little caught up by it. I was like, oh, this is like the feel-good moment of the year. And uh, yeah, th- those are two good fights, man. I don't, yeah, I think Moreno gets it done too. Figueroa looked like he cracked a little bit mm-hmm. in that last fight. I don't know. That part of me felt like that Moreno, like Figueroa, had a bit of an off night, and Moreno fought the fight of his life. Yeah, like that's... can he do that again? Well, they could definitely book book the rematch if they do it because the first fight was a draw, so. Mm. So right now it's 0-1 for, for uh, Moreno. All right, and what is the rest of this card? I'm not even sure if I remember all of the ones outside of the... Uh, Michael Pereira versus okay. Andre Fialo. Okay. Michael Pereira is the crazy kick, Michelle isn't it? Pereira, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Got jacked, too. Yeah. Jacked. Okay, and then we got... Greg Hardy versus Alenic. Oh, really? Yep. Apparently uh-huh. <laughs> oh, so. Right? Is Olenic 50 years old right now? <laughs> How old is Alexi Olenic? The master old of enough the... to take Greg Hardy down and wrestle him. <laughs> yeah, but he's he's a little chinny though. He's a little because he's like fifty years old. How how old is he? Can you quick? He's got to be like forty five or forty six or something like that. I think he made his pro forty four de- and Greg Hardy's oh, thirty three. Yeah, he's getting, he's getting old. <laughs> but all he's got to do is put you in a headlock and then he can do that Ezekiel choke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean that. I was watching instructionals of that. Have you tried it? And no, in the gym. I, so there was this instructional. They were like. You just have to trust the technique. <laughs> it's like there's no breakdown. Just trust the technique and go for it. That's what he said? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay, that's true though. Like I've, you really have to believe in it. Have like, you tried it in the gym? No, I haven't. You should try it. And I think the move is to do it with the MMA gloves too because you get more surface area. 
Because mm. basically what he yeah. does is he gets people in the bottom out or the bottom mm-hmm. side, and then he does the rear naked choke grip and then mm-hmm. pushes that and then punches through and he keeps his head real tight to give yeah. some pressure there. Yeah, but that wouldn't be my plan A, you know. It's like his plan A, but it's like that's the last plan for me. Yeah. It's like but there is just some... pulls mount to it. I'm like, well, what? Major and I were talking on the, the last podcast we did together about the sort of the martial arts idea and concept of training funk. Mm-hmm. because you know like you get some guys that have that like Ayaka's scarf hold for example mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. and Olenix Ezekiel choke you get guys that become really really good at a weird ass technique mm-hmm. and because you don't see it so often it's very hard to defend it you off gut yeah. yeah and honestly like if someone's mounting you a way to finish the fight when someone's mounting you like having a really good technique there, even if it's a Hail Mary, yeah. mm-hmm. is interesting because mm-hmm. it controls the posture so you mm-hmm. can't punch mm-hmm. so it's defensively sound and then if you have even the potential to threaten somebody there, if you're in a, like, your fuck position. At the very least, you're going to get him to move and yeah. possibly give true, you the true. space to put your guard back in. But there's some of those, they were, I mean, obviously he gets it so much that it works. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He, But who's as good at it as him and can other yeah. people get to that level? But it's another one is, uh, like, the Von Flew choke. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do that one all the time. That's mm-hmm. another, like, Ovin St. Pru does a really good one. I think he's got like four or five wins with that move. Yeah, he's got an insane number of wins with it. To the point where they were saying, oh, you should rename it the OSP <laughs> Yeah, and maybe you should, but you get a few people that get those funky techniques. Or, you know, some people have like like funky wrestling or like weird striking that's like buggy offbeat. <laughs> and yeah, total buggy yeah, chokes. Yeah, buggy chokes. But even the striking style, you know, like you get some of those people that have like weird timing. Tony mm-hmm. Ferguson. Yeah, yeah, they don't yeah. react in the normal yeah, way. Because yeah, yeah. most yeah. people, they have, they're taught the same way, so the yeah, reactions yeah. are somewhat yeah, similar. Yeah. And when you get somebody who's like it's offbeat like, and does mm-hmm, weird mm-hmm. shit, yeah. it kind of makes it hard to fight him. Tony yeah. Ferguson, great example. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Tony. And then uh, right down the bottom there, you got uh, Cody Stamen versus Said Numegamedov. So Ooh. I wonder if Khabib will be back for that. Ooh. Not if he's oh, got yeah, the Rona. Khabib. Not if he's got the Rona. But see, I think he's still in Singapore now, so. Yeah, but oh, they're no, not going to let him leave. He's still in Singapore. Oh, he left already? I, I, I saw his Instagram. It feels like he's not in Singapore anymore. Oh, I figured he was yeah. still quarantining. That's, that's why. Yeah. But maybe he got it earlier on in the week or something like that. Yeah, I'm not sure. That's a bummer. Yeah. It would have been cool to meet him, huh? Oh, amazing. <laughs> it would have been so cool to meet him. Okay, and is that the is that the main card? Yep, main card. Um, just have a quick look at the prelims. Anything juicy there in the prelims? Oh, wait, sorry, camera. There you go. Hadalfa uh, Vieira, Wellington Two Man. Nothing too exciting. A quick okay. look. Okay, cool. Early prelims. Early prelims. I don't think there's going to be much there. No, nothing okay. too exciting on that one. Well, I think we I think we got most of it. So next week uh, on the podcast, we're gonna cover we'll cover the fights. Uh, I think so. Ron and Stephen were mentioning they may work out something with them and get them on the podcast. We could all we could all watch it together. Yeah, we could do like a, a live thing. Yeah, and then uh, I want to get Matt Polino on again as well soon. Uh, did you meet him? You met you know Matt Polino yeah, from Fox Gloves and whatever. Yeah, yeah. Crazy the motherfucker. Gamer, right? yeah. yeah, crazy motherfucker. But he's a... Yeah, I've seen him at grappling tournaments. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's, he's, a, he's a psycho, but he's like the biggest MMA nerd I know, other than me. He knows all the fights. He watches every fight, and he's just like... He's a guy that I can just geek out hardcore with any sort of martial art for, for ages. So, uh, yeah, so uh, look forward to that. And was that it? Yeah. Okay, so next week we'll cover the, the main event. Tiffany, number one contender. One championship, no chill, to yeah, dude. I'm so fucking pumped for you. I'm so pumped for you. You're doing so well, it's amazing. So, uh, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me, everybody. This is the Stronghold Podcast, episode 64. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.